the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, dragon, hot D. I'm pretty sure Two Face died when he like flipped to the quarter the wrong way or whatever. I haven't seen this movie in ten years, but that's pretty sure. Pretty sure that's what happened. Uh, well, the series is supposed to be what? Isn't he fifty six or something like that? It was like he was terribly young, but looked terribly old. That's true. I think he's older. I think he made it farther than 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 like Harvey Dent in the movie is what I mean. He just didn't have a good skincare routine. That's why he needs to wear sunscreen. More moisturizer, all that melanoma. He should be like in a Sephora commercial or something, and then they just like show him like before and after, but they flip it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, like, you know, after one of our skincare routines, this is what he looks like after just two weeks. <laughs> and he's got like a whole face back and his eye grew back. Um, anyway, that's that's just my idea. Jess, are you inside of a coconut? Um, no, well, I've moved house, and I don't know where anything is. I don't know where my microphone is, so I'm with my laptop. Okay, like, I mean, you're understandable, it's fine. Okay, well. I mean, I'm, at least I can see, because I've just spent the last, like, 20 minutes looking for my glasses, because I don't know where I've had them, and I've just taken my contact lenses You're supposed lenses to keep out. them on your face, stupid. <laughs> yeah. oh, <okay. laughs> so silly. my sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's that's a good step and um you know viserys didn't even really get that because that eye didn't no. come back um yeah i kind of wish they showed his eye falling out why <laughs> why would you want to see that well we got to see aemon lose his eye so yeah but he's got slashed out like i don't think anybody came at viserys and cut it out no it fell out or disintegrated i don't actually know which one um I also was kind of curious why they didn't give him something like a glass eye, because I think they would have had to have had the same thought at some point. I'm starting to get the impression that they don't have a lot of like accessibility stuff in Westeros, considering it took how many hundreds of years for Tyrion to invent the wheelchair, just because he, he likes making saddles, like he was able to make Bran a wheelchair. Yeah, well, I also... Find that's been seen. I'll say, and I'll say, I, I didn't want to like say anything, because I didn't want to like, you know, rat on them, but like... They, I haven't seen a single wheelchair ramp in in the in King's Landing yet. No, it's terrible. They spent all that time putting the stars into the decoration, but they didn't think about wheelchair ramps. No, not and not ADA compliant at no, all. No, actually, and no. that's something I I have to check at work too when when they're doing new constructions is if they're ADA compliant. So let me tell you, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that the um, the Red Keep passed a few inspections uh, the old fashioned way. You know what I'm saying um anyway so yeah this this is a we're gonna make this podcast accessible though um i'm gonna do the whole thing in sign language um that's not true i, I know one word in sign language and it is thank you oh i know a few but you know a few do you think yeah. you could do a whole podcast uh definitely not no okay just how much I, do you have i know can you hear me in sign language that's the that's like maybe the worst thing you could say in sign language <laughs> <laughs> and so we we did like this choir thing in primary school where like it was a song about the deaf and we had to like sign it and that was the the only thing that i can remember is can you hear me okay well that's that's sort of really mocking and rude so i'm gonna yeah move away from that um anyway this is hot d8 this is the eighth iteration of hot d um we are dragon busters and we're covering the eighth episode of house of the dragon um so yeah let's 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 just get right into it um so first thing i, I want to try to like go a little bit more like chronological so much happened in this episode that i kind of want to go a little more chronologically through it because we're going to get lost otherwise um so first of all um let's start at the beginning um Hold on one second. Let me get this open. Has... Da, 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 da. Uh, Felicia, say something funny while I'm getting this. Um, well, uh, what do you call a sheep without legs? What, what? Sheepless legs. Um, do you say sheepless legs? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's a cloud. <laughs> a what? A cloud. 
You know clouds aren't made of sheep without legs, right? It's a children's joke. Okay. Here, I've got a good one. Hold on. Um, why did uh, why did the cow win an award? Why? Because she was outstanding in her field. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Um, so, okay, anyway. Um, first of all, this whole thing gets started this episode when Lord Corliss is, like, off screen, like, I don't know, like, someone kicked him in the shin or something. He fell off a boat? Is that what happened? Probably. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a, I just remember he was, like, severely wounded, but I'm assuming he also slipped on a banana peel at some point. <laughs> He had a boating incident. <laughs> there was a boat incident. But I Damon... he... Sorry, I was injured while yachting. Damon was seen like... nearby. He's battling an infection or something from, from the yeah, wound. I believe you're correct. I think it was an infection issue and it was like taking a bad turn. Um, which I was actually going to say that I wonder if um, Corley's... And I guess Jess probably knows, so be quiet. But like, I wonder if... Je- uh, if Jess is wounded, if Corliss, if Lord Corliss is actually not dying because they didn't have him die during the episode, and so that is kind of strange because it, otherwise it doesn't really matter if he's dying or dead. Besides the fact, you know, if he's if he's going to show up again in the next one, um, we could die in the first few seconds of the next episode. Yeah, but why would they do that instead of just having him die here? Because he was taken up by Viserys dying. You could only have one major character death in the episode. Well, they right, had two people die. They could yeah. have started. They could have started it at the beginning with like he's been killed. Like you know what I mean. And and the episode would have gone exactly the same, basically. Um, yeah, I guess so. But and that's why I'm. That's why I think Corliss is going to show up again. I don't think he's like dead, dead. But anyway, we'll see. Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it. How did this you is like, the. Like, um, the, the, this is the um, side television show that's they're going to line up. It's going to be called Sea Stories. You, you're joking, but they did already line that show up. What? What? Yeah. It's called The Sea Snake. It's like actually about Corliss. No. Yeah, dude. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. I was uh, joking. It, that's awful. I'm pulling that up. Felicia, say <laughs> something else funny. Um, um, here's Chelsea. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> that is funny. Um, okay, here we go. Um, was this announced today? No, this was a while ago. Oh. Um, let me see here. I don't think it'll actually happen, but let's see here. Corliss. Okay. Um, yes. An upcoming, here's a link, an upcoming House of the Dragon prequel, which is already a prequel. Game of Thrones Corliss Valerian spinoff reveals title and writer. Uh, George R. Martin announced it, and it is, uh, let's see here, updating fan, blah, 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 blah. It's called The Sea Snake, if it gets picked up. They're making a pilot for it. They don't know if it's going to get picked up. I think um, Sea Stories sounds better. Sea Stories is cute. I like it. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, it would be... Hmm. with the silver hair. Um, I was curious if they were gonna tell me when this was happening, but um, interesting. Yeah, they don't say whether they would get a different actor to play the character as a younger person, which it would make sense for it to be his whole life because Cor- yeah. Corliss has like a really interesting life. He basically he goes sailing as a teenager and becomes right. a legend. Um. Only to die at sea, as I made right. up he li- earlier. He lived, he yeah. lived as he died. Um, also, the show <laughs> was originally called The Nine Voyages, which is a shitty name, so I'm glad they changed it to The Sea Snake. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I also don't want them to make this. Um, so, Actually, you know what? I'm going to pause for a second. If you did get to choose one other spinoff of Game of Thrones to get made, actually, which one would you do? Whether it's um, like a sequel or prequel or whatever during that timeline probably Aegon's Conquest or the uh, the Rebellion the Robert's Be- Robert's Rebellion Robert's, yeah, Robert. Rebe- oh, <laughs> Robert's that's a, Rebellion yeah. that's a really good one Robert's Rebellion for sure Robert, yeah Robert's I want to see hot, I want to see like hot as fuck Bobby B with the big hammer <laughs> yeah <Not> Bobby B <laughs> I wanna- it's before he transforms into Bobby B <laughs> I, I want to hear him rap his name 
<laughs> he, he is supposed to be like this like stunning guy in his youth because Cersei was like completely in love with him. Yeah, like he he was actually supposed to be like the most handsome man in, in the land, and then he like you know just became king, and then he he sort of you know ate a whole boar every day. Or whatever. Wait a minute, are yeah. we? Ta- what are we talking like? How did he look? Are we talking? Like- there is a there is an artist rendering like as from like a book. Uh, of Somebody George send that R. to R. me Martin. so I'll, I can I'll stare at it. it. Just say I, I something would- funny while I'm finding that. Um. Uh. I don't know. Oh, no, no. look at not knock jokes. <laughs> um, no, I really want to see that picture because right now I'm uh, I have a lot of thoughts about him and his prime Bobby B beatbox into all the ladies and getting Cersei. Yeah. Okay, I've got a terrible not knock joke. Okay. Not knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. That's nothing. <laughs> but if he was so handsome when he was young, why couldn't she have a baby with him? I think she could. Oh, they did have a baby, remember? Um, but the baby died as a baby. Oh, yeah, it, that is right. I forgot. Um. Oh, here's the here's the official. It's not very. It's not a very good picture. You can't really see his face too much. But I kind of like pictured him as Harwin, uh, the guy who plays Harwin Strong. Well, so I was picturing of... Aragorn in my head. So oh, <laughs> close I mean, I, I don't know. No, he's There's... still like big and burly, but like yeah, this is you can see tra- this. This one's him and uh, um, Rhaegar, or whatever I think. Wait, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, Damn. no, that's the Dornish prince. Yeah. Damn. Who is that? The um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he was. Anyway, they they all they all talked about how he was like super good looking. Um. And then Ned was just like a fucking nerd over there in the corner and they laughed. Well, Ned kind of is a nerd anyway, but I mean, covered in fur. Yeah. I love you, Ned. R.I.P. Pour yeah, one out. Dude, rip in peace, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't do, you, do you, I don't know if we'll see Corliss again. Um, I rather liked him as a character. I think he had a good performance. I uh, really liked yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, don't know that he needs his own show, but uh, I enjoyed having him around. Um, I wish that we saw more of his power because Cor- Corliss is a very, very powerful man. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the book, he, he like he basically the Valerian house was basically like in tatters, and he brought it back up to power again. And I wish we'd see more of that, like maybe his like battles and stepsons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also would have liked to have seen. I think we had like two or three speaking scenes with him earlier, Vaymond, his brother, because um, he put out a good performance in this episode. I liked him. I think it would have been a little better if we had gotten some more screen time with him in earlier episodes. So we were a little more attached to him. Yeah, I kind of want to know whether Corliss likes him or not, because I feel like it's kind of... The one, they, they, spoke, they, spoke, they had one conversation between the two of them, and it seemed like they were amicable from the show. So oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't really tell outside of that. I'm sad because Corliss had and um, the princess had the best really like romantic relationship, his wife. And now that yeah. that's gone, it's a, well, well now. Well, I guess that's not true anymore. What? Uh, because we have got Damon is finally married to his the love of his life that also happens to be his own niece. <laughs> yeah. And the whole, uh, uncle cousin brother is so confusing. Oh my God. Do you saw, you saw the meme I posted earlier? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's so confusing. Oh and the God. fact that Eamon basically wants to be Damon and he's got the cloak. And I was like, um, Damon. No, it's Eamon. Just with an A at the front. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I did I did enjoy some of the shenanigans, uh, but I also am like, I'm trying not to be too judgmental, uh, but like, there's it's just like so much inbreeding with the Targaryens and the and the Valarians. Like it's like to the point where it's like, I see, I guess I see how we ended up with the Mad King. <laughs> yeah. I, I also was a little sad because I wish Danny could have known Rhaenyra. She would have loved her. 
That's all, and I kept thinking last night. She, she would have really loved her. Yeah. Um, I also really love the moments between Rhaenyra and Viserys a lot. And her introducing her her babies. And when he says Viserys, a name fit for a king, I got really emotional. I thought that was such a sweet moment. That was extremely sweet. Um, I liked that a lot. It's This one is how many years? Six years after the last one? Yeah, yeah. six years. Yeah. Um, yeah, this uh, the next episode I believe is like immediately following this. Okay. Uh, so this will be yeah. There's not there's not a time skip, um, which is exciting because uh, I think the battle is about to begin. Yeah, um, I'll probably talk about it later since we're talking about the episode in chronological order. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I'll kind of explain so what to expect. We, we arrive on King's Landing and there is a court to be held because um we've got some we got some legitimacy questions about this uh, about this air thing even though Viserys said i never want to hear you discuss legitimacy again i'll cut your tongue out yeah it's rough um so they and you know what they did um they did let him keep his tongue so like good on them yeah yeah that's true <laughs> I really, I really like that. And somebody also mentioned, if you notice that Viserys, the the part of his face that he loses is the side towards Alicent, and the side of his face that's that he still has is the side towards Rhaenyra. And I, I thought that was interesting. I think it's also important to point out some of the sets uh, design when they return to King's Landing. So Rhaenyra says that she hardly recognizes it. And they've redecorated. They've put the um, the I can't remember what it's called the Seven Point Star or something like that. Yeah, you know, the, the Star of the Seven or whatever. Star yeah. of the Seven, yeah. And they've they've basically decorated the whole castle in with the star. And a lot of the staff are now wearing green with the star on them. And bear in mind, the Targaryens don't worship the Seven. Um, so it and it does feel like their heritage is kind of being taken away from the castle bit by bit with Alison's rule. Um, and also when you when it pans into Viserys's bedroom, there's cobwebs all over his um his Lego bubble. house. Lego house, yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked who's gonna take care of it, um, and um a comment said Helena will. And I like <laughs> I think, that. I think it's the only person who could take who, care of it. Right. <laughs> who who could give it the attention it needs. And um what? also Otto Otto Hightower absolutely his favorite is Helena. One hundred percent. He was so joyful for her when she danced, and I thought that was adorable. I I think she, I think she she has a lot of joy with her cousins, and I thought yeah. that was a, such a cute scene. I like that. Um I think uh hmm. I think that I really enjoyed the um, the stuff. I don't. I don't want to rush to it. Okay. I really did enjoy the the. Um... Now nah, let's do it. Let's talk about the throne room, dude. Come on oh. in. This yeah. So this is this is one of the maybe the big scene everyone was like talking about this week, and is probably my favorite in this whole show so far. Um, of because uh, like I could feel the dread coming in there, dude. Like when. Cause like I I I did not think for a second Viserys was gonna actually be able to like get up and be there like it didn't cross my mind, and like I was like oh no dude they got they got her like uh, Allison's about to like fucking string her up in front of everybody, um, and uh, I was genuinely surprised when the doors opened and he was standing there like the doors opened big and I thought it was gonna be like Hodor or something some sort of reveal. <laughs> uh, yeah but he always comes through for her and even he says uh like he calls her his only child yeah that's great that was a oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's very telling because he truly did not care about his other children that he had with allison at all like he, right he he basically they're ghosts to him they just lived in the house yeah yeah i can see that um i like <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked that line a lot too because it kind of felt like um, it. I, and and in some ways, I think also you can see like his his mind is slipping in and out. You know, like it's not like he's like um, forgetting things permanently, but there's parts of there's there's times when like his mind starts failing and he forgets certain things. And like uh, to me, another thing I kind of took from that was like he he might have literally like forgotten his other children existed but like he he like would never forget Rhaenyra you know 
Yeah, a lot of the time with dementia, um, if well, and like issues like dementia, they'll lose the short term memory first, and then it will gradually go backwards. So mm-hmm. they'll usually be left with their oldest memories. So I, I kind of saw it as kind of like that, like he couldn't remember his like most recent children. Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of like. It's really true. This whole, I mean, like, I keep saying it again and again, like, this whole thing feels like a Greek tragedy, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and I, I felt that, like, man, that, that, like, that scene was shot. And by the way, I want to say, like, I think this was probably the best, like, directed episode of this show, like, just shot for shot kind of a thing. I um, love the darker shots with uh, Rhaenyra in Viserys' bedroom, you know, when yeah. the room's just kind of like pitch black. I thought mm-hmm. the, the lighting in that that scene was like so dramatic and tragic. I saw I saw the like after the, the show was over and the part where they're like talking uh, afterwards, I saw the the director of this episode was this uh, woman, uh, Geeta Vashanti Patel. And I was like pointing at the screen. I was like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, yeah, there's so few Indian people that get to like do anything that every time I see one do something, I'm like, it's me. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I thought she did excellent work. So I really hope she comes back to direct in season two. Um, but like, uh, yeah, that that whole scene, especially in the throne room of like uh, him walking up and like I saw somebody point out that like he isn't actually even like what when he comes in there, he isn't walking towards the throne. He's actually walking towards Rhaenyra. Um, yes. which is like, you know, he, uh, man, like, I think we've, we've said this like five or six times now, but like th- for, for how, for how like bad of a, of a King and, and a ruler he's, he's been over his life. Like, I, I do think he's genuinely been a good father to her, maybe not to his other kids as much, but <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, cut, cutting open his past wife and then marrying his daughter's best friend was a, a minor slip up, but. Um, yeah. It seems like he's 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 not made the same mistake again. I, guess. I yeah, and and I know. Well, I did. I did. This is the part where they almost got me. Like I think I might have welled up a tear in here. But like when you know he's he's uh, telling you know like pushing people away, the guards who are trying to help him, and then his he trips on the stairs and his crown falls off, and and Matt Smith goes and picks it up and he lets him help him up the stairs and sit him down and everything. Yeah, put he, the, the crown back on. He tried to push him away, but when he realized who uh, it was, yeah, it was yeah. such a that was a good moment. It was so so well done. Like, and and of course, I'm sure a lot of people have seen on the social media that the crown dropping thing was like an accident. Like that was something that happened while they were filming, and they felt so good about that moment that like they they kept it in. Um, and like him sitting him down and placing it back on his brother's head, like, um, which I also saw that when they did that they removed a um speech that they had for him at the at the dinner later that night and i think that was great like that that simple act just said like everything like you know it's like said way more than a speech could have done yeah oh man here i go here come the tears (laughs) Uh, but anyway i yeah go on sorry I felt so bad that they hadn't seen Viserys in six years. Yes. <laughs> I that was so, so upsetting. And I am glad that, like, and as much as we, as much as we hate Alicent around here, like, I am glad that Rhaenyra recognized that she genuinely had been spending basically her entire life taking care of her father and keeping him alive for the last six years while she was not there. Yeah. Yes, but we have to talk about how she was still eloquent with her damn oldest son and the raping of Diana the Handmaid. Oh, he did do do a rape. That's right. Yes, but it wasn't the first time and she acknowledges that. Yeah. And then how Helena comes in and it's Helena, right? Is that Yeah. Helena's the the daughter. The daughter. She comes in and asks where Diana is. And then also how he, he He's so creepy towards the oh, twins. I hate, I hate his fucking face, dude. He's so creepy towards the twin girls and is like, if you want a real man, come to me. And I was so... he, he If you really off, want to bone your cousin, <laughs> look no further. It's, it's, so, it's so creepy. I, I literally wanted to fight him. I wouldn't... What a tool belt. I, um, I want to pummel him to... Yeah, he's... You're no son of mine. I was like, I wish... 
it's very easy to hate yeah. him. <laughs> um, I also, um, I was extremely fucking scared that Allison was going to have that girl killed. Um, yeah, same. I thought she was poisoning her. I think she I saw. She I think I think she was gonna, but I don't think she was gonna poison her. I, I think she was like thinking about it until she actually saw the girl or something. I don't know. I feel like there was something in her face that changed because she remembered like herself, you know, when she was younger. Yeah. Um, having to marry uh, and you know have sex with a lot this this guy that she did not want to marry or be with and like. I don't know. So I think something like struck a chord with her and she, she like understood to a degree what this girl went through. And I do, I mean, I'm, I'm glad like she, I, I'm, I mean, she basically gave her like some hush money and, you know, gave her the, the moon tea and such. So like, I mean, that's, I'm glad that at least happened, you know, if, if, if nothing else, at least that's something good. <laughs> yeah. But it would have been, it would have been cool if, uh, Aegon had suffered, I guess, any sort of consequences I, for his actions. I thought we were going to meet their children, too. Like, she mentions them, but we never actually see them. But there, there's three children for Aegon and Helena. But I don't know if there's actually three children now or just two. For Aegon and Helena? What do you mean? They have children. She said, where's Diana? She's supposed to get the children ready. They have children. They have two children, I think. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. But yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, what, what was his wife's name again? Sorry, Helena. Helena. Hey, wait, what is the name of his sister? Helena. Helena. He's married to a That's sister. Sister. That it is his sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I thought his wife was some. Uh, how stupid am I? I thought his wife was someone he wasn't related to. My no, mistake. No, he married his <laughs> sister, even though Aemond wanted to marry her. <laughs> he, he was very he was upset he wanted to marry her christ how how old is Aegon at this point oh i don't know he's like um 20 something probably at, at no 20... he's in his teens still because really it was 10 he was two before the 10 year gap and then there was 10 years uh-huh. so he's 18 okay i mean yeah i guess it's it's you know you can't always control how how old actors look or whatever but Wait, how how old is Eamon? i mean yeah is that who's 18 i'm talking Aemon? about aegon the oldest one is is 18 right is what you're yeah. saying yeah yeah i'm so not sure how Aemon, old Eamon is Eamon is like two years younger than him i'm pretty sure yeah oh my gosh they are very so much older. older isn't helena like 14 or something too she's like yeah like 14 or 15. That, well, that's that's common in game of thrones yeah and I mean, she's I got two children help yeah <laughs> How many children do you have? Uh, catch up. Uh, zero, because I'm not having children, but I've got pets. That's good enough for me, y'all. I don't understand how those are going to continue the Targaryen line. Uh, well, they're my dragons. That's all I need. Um, <laughs> I'm okay, reading so... um, Fire and Blood at the moment. and um, Wait, is it called Fire and Blood? I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, I'm pretty um... sure. It's a whole book full of spoilers for this show, so make sure you avoid it, guys. Oh, I'm talking about the past. Um, <laughs> so there's this there's this one like Targaryen queen, and she just like from the moment she turns fourteen, sixteen, she's just having kids up until she's like in her forties, and um, uh, that's wow. just kind of like what it's like as soon as, soon as like you're able to have kids, and they marry them off, and they have kids. It's my nightmare. Um, I really wanted Damon and Eamon to to punch each other and i hope that comes and i know i'm throwing out my predictions early <laughs> we'll come back to it I'm, I'm pinning that um but oh i wanted to bring up how what is um coralie's wife's name rainies 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 uh yeah. she was wearing green that it was very Ooh. noticeable that she was wearing green to me um because she mentioned to Rhaenyra that you know that she was going to make Rhaenyra pay for it but then in the end when uh Viserys said nobody can question what he says or their tongues would be cut out she said well this is what did your husband want and then she said wanted Luke it was Luke right the middle one Luke to take over so she she couldn't go against what Viserys wanted. 
But yeah. isn't it isn't it in the book that um, Rhaenyra told Damon to chop off his head? <laughs> well, let's not. I can't remember. Yeah, it is. I saw a thing about it today. Um, the essentially the idea is that like, um, yeah. Uh, so we've talked about this, but Alicent and Rhaenyra are both a lot less likable in the in the uh, book than they are in this. Yeah. Um, but then that goes for both of them. So Rhaenyra, like upon this, you know, declaration that her sons are bastards, orders Damon to just uh, cut his head off, and he does it right there. Uh, I I enjoy that. Anytime something bad happens, she tries to send her children to their rooms. Please go to your quarters. <laughs> like it's always the end of the subject. Go to your quarters. Like they're calling you <laughs> bastards. A fight at dinner. Go to your quarters. Um, and when they put the pig in front of Aemond, and Luke laughs about it, that brought me a lot of joy. I've noticed with with the the new older actors, it's a lot more obvious how much younger Luke is compared to Aemond, and now it just kind of like makes Aemond's like her like like upset it's the fact that he's still upset about that joke even more like petty with the fact that luke is like a very like a young teenager yeah well he's got a the largest dragon so it shouldn't upset him but it does there there was was, where where was that big dragon i couldn't even see it There was one thing in the books is um, when Aemon loses his eye, he re- he basically he wears like um, a jewel in place of like where his eye used to be, and that that was like a really cool touch in the book. And I'm just wondering why they haven't done it in the show. Maybe he'll remove his eye patch in an episode, and we'll see it. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool. under his eye patch will be Viserys's lost eye. <laughs> he stole it. Finders keepers. <laughs> they, they they throw they throw it around to each other. <laughs> oh oh, it's a up. fucking like a Hercules. The, or like the like wooden, yeah. Or like that wooden eye in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, they did that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think that was just one guy's eye though. It kept popping out. Yeah. Um, in, but I'm thinking of like in in Hercules. Remember those? Like I think they're called like the three sisters or something in the black cloaks, and they're like cackling and stuff, and they all have one shared eye. They have to keep passing around oh, between yeah. each other. Yeah. Um. So basically, I'd like some of that, it, and and that actually kind of fits in with the sort of slipping on banana peels comedy I'm still looking for in this show. Well, so maybe maybe we'll see it. But maybe. if they if they don't slip on a banana peel, maybe it will be. A bread slice. I don't. I don't know. I'm hoping we'll get that comedy relief in season two. Like maybe the Greyjoys show up. Yeah. Do you think one of the Greyjoys is sort of a goofy guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping at least one of the houses like break the yeah. um, stereotype around that house. Yeah, so I think historically. Like... Yeah, I was about to say like historically, all the Greyjoys we've seen have not been super goofy. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I've noticed that all, all the houses all would have this like same like stereotype characteristic that they religiously follow. Like the Lannisters are like good like looking ne- and arrogant, they, and they're rich, and they always pay their debts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just um, I'm hoping one character turns up and they break they break the mold. <laughs> yeah, I would like for for instance, like somebody from Dorne to show up, and they're just very ugly. <laughs> so from the Greyjoy shows up, he's like, "Yeah, I can't swim. I don't go out to sea." <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> evil Greyjoys be like, "I hate the water." <laughs> um, I yeah, no, I I think that'd be fun. Or I think somebody now now this is pretty funny. Someone from uh, the north who's got like you know kind of a big sunburn. <laughs> yeah, and and they're not like miserable all the time. He's like really goofy and like makes jokes. So. yeah yeah he's always doing fun pranks we need a guy <laughs> who does pranks that's what we're missing who would be yeah. like a prankster well like uh, a youtuber i need like yeah i would like some sort of a youtuber personality like <laughs> uh, get it sort of an ed sheeran situation we got a real youtuber <laughs> in here and we get him to kind of be a fun goofy prank guy maybe he's from <laughs> house uh 
butt face or whatever. I don't remember. Really house butt face? Get out of here. They're real. House look them up. Cushion. Do not look it up. Do not look it up, though. Um, no, I think that, like, the... Um, I, I I don't know. I, I was very happy. Let's let's move on to the uh, let's move on to the dinner scene because I think they almost got a tear out of me here too because like I I was very happy that like I don't know I, I guess I was happy to see like Viserys gets like one moment of happiness right before he dies you know um, yeah yeah and like he he, he I, like things are such that he might truly believe that things will be okay without him you know. Um, one of my favorite tropes is like knowing that things are gonna end and just making the most out of the time that they have left yeah yeah um you should play uh not play sorry you should watch this new show midnight club on netflix it's extremely that's on my list yeah i will be watching that it's it's a midnight club oh club okay but it's like um it's like scenes like I don't know where it was watched Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, I love Umbrella Academy, and I read it. I I absolutely love it. In season in season three, when they think the apocalypse is like about to happen anytime now, and they just have that night where they just have fun and just drink together and get married. I just uh, I like scenes like that. Hey, can you tell me is there any music from Fall Out Boy in the show? And if not, why? It's not Fall Out Boy. So. It's it's My Chemical Romance. Okay, that one then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was I, say, I, I actually did get, I did get mixed up because uh, Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy is like a somewhat acclaimed author now. Is oh, really? He writes like poetry books that are apparently, I don't think I know what good poetry is, but like <laughs> apparently are good. Oh, that's really surprising. <laughs> yeah, whatever though. Anyway, but yeah, is there My Chemical Romance music in the show? There isn't, no. No, I think Ger- because it's Gerard's thing, it's not my chemical. Yeah, like- yeah. And also, it was kind of like his own personal thing, like after they broke up. And when they're back was- together now, yeah. But he was he was also getting sober at the time when he wrote that. It was a very very bad time in his life. Oh, so, uh, when he wrote the Umbrella Academy. Yes, he was like either in rehab when he started writing it, or just getting out of rehab. Guys, I'm starting to think that the My Chemical Romance was drugs. Well. You know, it's hard to be in that atmosphere for it's, some people. It's 2022. But I I really love Umbrella Academy. But we're, we, you know, Umbrella Academy meets a dragon. I'm here for it. I, how? You know uh, what? I don't know. Put them together. I mean, they just they just had their birthdays, October I 1st. Mean, there was that link. The guy who plays Luther was in, uh, it plays Dick on Tali and game of thrones oh my god which one? Oh, his brother sam's sam's older brother yeah okay. yeah yeah the good the cool one with the big sword or whatever um, <laughs> yeah. yeah i think um i've seen the first season of umbrella academy so I, I know i know some of it um but anyway uh my my friend actually they they filmed some of it outside her house shout out Haley. um <laughs> she really hated the show because of that because they blocked off the street for a week um, wave, wave to robbie sheehan for me he's my yep. favorite okay so yeah we get through the dinner here and the first part's really nice i do think i do like that rhaenyra and allison are both clearly being honest when they do say those things to each other um because like there is still like as as pushed into a corner and awful as allison has become like she didn't start out as a bad person um she she was pushed into she was pushed into becoming a bad person and influenced to to be as such by her father over many years and you know it's it's like it's one of those things i always say like it's not an excuse for her behavior but it is an explanation um and like i i just genuinely really enjoyed getting to see a moment of of like like real heart between the two of them which i do not think we will see again um, I do wish no. it kind of been prolonged because it just kind of feels like it happened and then we're like <laughs> it all just gets thrown out the window the next episode and like oh that's that's well, a bit <laughs> yeah it's it's really sad and, and like 
Also, was it Aegon who like did the thing about like, oh, I love these strong boys. I love strong boys. No, it was Aemond. Aemond. And I think he he's just. I think Aemond is just a shit starter. To be honest, it's about time he grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Get over it, dude. But but I also (laughs) want to say that Damon would not stop watching his brother, and there's a lot of sadness in him. Watch just watching his brother struggle throughout dinner. Yeah. Um, also, I saw that there was a whole thing where like um, Rhaenyra's side of the family was like sitting on the side that like he could see, and like the the other side was the all the table that was like rotten, like his own like side of his face and everything. <laughs> he's just like, I don't want to see that side. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think maybe he's just like wearing a. Just he's just sort of a. Like a two, it's a two faced situation. Like we talked about yeah. at the beginning. Like he's, you know, he'll he'll like flip a coin and he's like, if it's if it's tails, I'm gonna kill you. I can't remember if that's what happened in the movie. Um, <laughs> is that what he did? Was he like, if it's tails, I'm gonna pass some damning legislation <laughs> against you? No, he flips the coin and he makes you pick, and then whatever. If you're, I think it's if you're. Oh no, no, he flips the coin. He goes heads, you win. Tails, you die. Okay, so he does do that, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah, very good." Anyway, so yeah, I think um, Harvey Dent is his name. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yes. Uh, how his, his face uh, reminds you of Harvey Dent. Oh man, they burned off of my face. That's what he sounds like all the time. Yeah, the also, also the crypt keeper. You know, like if the. Yeah. Crypt Keeper was missing an eyeball. Um, I feel bad that he struggled for so long, but he really held on. Like, he really held I, on. I feel yeah. like it is part of the Greek tragedy nature of it that he did have to live like that for fucking, like, 16 more years with his body falling off. Like, man, that's rough, dude. I would, like, the fact that he held on for so long is just, like really like really i mean heroic in a way because he's like trying to stave off the inevitable war that's going to happen upon his death i know and damon didn't want to give him the tea he was really he questioned Otto about that um the, the yeah the room. poppy the milk of the poppy tea because yeah. it's like it's for pain and it also eases the or it, and also like you know makes you like forgetful and stuff and like yeah damon was very upset about that yeah and in i kind of see the the when I was seeing that, like, Allison and, and Otto were, like, giving that to him, I, I do think part of it was actually to alleviate the pain. But, I mean, the, the him being very listless and everything was just sort of an added bonus. Um, I think part of it, like, was kind of upsetting, the fact that they would give it to him and then just leave the room and leave him alone. Because in, in the end, it, it was really upsetting to see that he, uh, he yeah, died, that's, that's like, That's what I do alone. after giving, like, Oxycontin to somebody. I just leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just not no one was by his bedside or anything to keep an eye on him he, he just literally died alone in his bedroom it was just really sad uh, yeah it well except for when allison misinterpreted things because she was just getting pieces of uh what the prophecy was and she had no idea what he was talking about she was barely all. even listening to what he was saying and it, it like <laughs> and it sounds like and was like, oh, Eamon is supposed to rule. It, feel, it feels like she's definitely jumped to conclusions there and is, is going to like cling on to that in the future now. Uh, I'm, I'm, so ma- I'm so mad about it. Do you say something about Klingons? Sorry, I zoned out for a second. No, we said that, <laughs> that Alice just clung on to be- bits and pieces of the prophecy as Viserys yeah. yeah. was dying. And she was like, I heard the name Eamon. He, he wants him to rule. Not Rhaenyra, and we're like, he thought he was talking to Rhaenyra, you dum dum. When they when they talk about Klingon in the past, do they call them Klingon? Uh, yeah, they call them I'm Static Kling. Yeah. Static Kling? Yeah. I, I don't. That sound. It sounds like you made a joke, but I don't know what the joke <laughs> is. Um. Okay. So yeah, I I like um. We, let's let's talk about the prince that was promised, who is of course like nobody, I guess, at the end of Game of Thrones. So what? I think they were trying Fuck to hit that it was Arya by the end of it. But right, you know. I think yeah. I think they were. Um, which I don't actually. Well, if it was, then like, what the fuck happened with Jon Snow getting resurrected and everything? 
But well, Melisandre was wrong. <laughs> and she was wrong about Stannis, and she was wrong about Danny. I can't believe that Melisandre would be wrong about anything even once. Um <laughs> Also, did you say that? Do you see that she's like uh, the actress said that she she was hinting she might be in here in season two in the show? Yeah, That'd be um, kind of cool. Yeah, she should be. She's two thousand years old. Is that correct? No, she's like five hundred years old or something. Oh. It's she's still she's alive though before this. Um, but yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, I think that one thing I would have liked to see is. A um is a sorry Viserys obsessing a little bit more about the prophecy like more over the course of his life yeah um because I don't think he brings it up more than twice in the whole show until now um but I, I kind of would have liked it if it was something and I don't know if that's how it is in the books they just kind of didn't really do that in the show but like of um him like really obsessing over it and like it, it being a thing that kind of is eating away at him like feeling like he has to to pass on the story and everything it it was really annoying how he said um need to find the prince that was promised to uh to like combine the we- the realm against a greater foe and then allison immediately assumes that means puts putting her own son on the throne which is going to cause an outright like civil war like what i don't i can't even fathom the thoughts that were going on in her head yeah like Sorry, go ahead. No, you continue. Sorry. Well, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. So please say your thing. Um, I was going to ask, because I think I missed it, but did Helena do a prophecy at dinner about cheese and blood? Yeah, she did. I did, I couldn't hear it, though. I had my washing machine on. I was like, what did she say? It, it was about cheese and blood. Oh, and then, I know what that is. Yeah. Um, but I think she she whispered she whispered it and giggled, and I think uh, that's when they started dancing. Oh, that's dark. It was it yeah. was kind of hard to hear. I also got a little distracted last night, but but no, no. If you say it was cheese and blood, it definitely was because that's that's uh, very relevant later on. Okay, Would you I say want... cheese and blood. Yes. Yeah, cheese and blood. Okay. That's a thing later on. Uh, okay, I'll I'll keep it in mind. And now, fire and blood is the one they normally do, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's it's going to be the new Targaryen house uh, slogan: cheese and blood. All right. Cheese and blood. So yeah, basically, I also I know people are getting on Allison's ass for this, but I'm like, what? It just removed of all context hearing these words come out of his mouth what what was she supposed to think like she doesn't know about this prophecy well considering like, viserys has been like in renera's like um like cheering for renera like up until the very mm-hmm. moment of his death like where he just right and i think that's the thing about I, the prince that was promised i think that's the thing i think she's like oh my god like he had a change of heart on his deathbed like right at the last second um, which which after the way he acted, why would you think that he defended his daughter to like to the point what where what else was... could like what else could it mean though if you didn't know there was a prophecy like what else I mean Brenera's mean it's the Brenera's mumbling of a dying man. Well, I don't know if she knew about the son, did she? Brenera's son's son? also called Aegon. Yeah. What? Her f- yeah. Her first son with Damon is called Aegon. I'm really annoyed that they left this out because um, there should have been. He? Yeah, exactly. There should have been a scene where one, their reaction to Rhaenyra marrying Damon, because that's a huge issue in the book. Because they've I want to see a lot that. of YouTubers react to Rhaenyra marrying Damon. Because they've, bas- they've basically done that in secret and without Viserys's, like, um, say so. So there was a massive uproar about that, which kind of like, you know, leans against Rhaenyra's favor. It makes it more look like she's just going off on a tangent. And also she names her son Aegon, which Alison hates in the book. Because obviously she's got a son called Aegon. We can't all name our sons Aegon. Yeah, there's a whole Spider-Man meme of all the Aegons pointing at each other in the, the triangle of three Spider-Man. Oh yeah, so, yeah I, should this- ma- I should make one with the like Squidward thing. Like, you're Aegon? Are there any other Aegons I should know about? <laughs> but all, all, of this, all Viserion said was Aegon's dream. And he's referring to Aegon the Conqueror's dream. 
of the prince that was promised. He just says Aegon's dream. That that's all. And right. Rhaenyra and Alicent just like assumes that the whole sentence is related to her son Aegon. That's fair. I will say, remembering now that there are like sixteen people named Aegon in this show. Yeah. Like, well, nobody yeah. wants nobody wants your rapist son to rule anything. He's not great. even her son wants to rule anything. Yeah, no. he'd much rather hang out and rape women in the castle. He's so awful. <laughs> and, and also, when Helena, when Helena was like, "It's okay when you get married; they'll mostly ignore you." I felt awful for her. Like that's why her cousin also danced with her because she's treated terribly. Why does she have this? Lo- I feel bad for her. She oh. does deserve better. Out of all of those children, she deserves better from Alicent because um, she's the nicest child from her. It feels it's so bad that Alicent just kind of paired Aegon and Helena up as well. Like just on the fact that the brother and sister, she just pairs them up and marries them off. Whereas she, she like in in the book, um, there's this queen called Queen Alicent, and she does that with her own children, but only if they really like each other and if she can see that they'll be a good match. Where it just seems like Alicent really doesn't care about her children's feelings at all. Nice. It's upsetting. Um, I was uh, reading this. I didn't, uh, and maybe I'll read more on this. But like, um, you know how like uh, Game of Thrones was based on the real life War of the Roses. Um, this actually, uh, looks like this book was based on a real war from English history called the Anarchy, which was a war of succession between England and Normandy in the 12th century. Yeah. That was uh, when all our dragons died. Yeah, I think so. That must've yeah. been it. Cause I haven't, I was in England a while ago and I didn't see any dragons. Why would people yeah. kill all your dragons? Bring them back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the pro. And you know what? When I when I look around and I, I I don't see any dragons, I well, we have a few. We have a bearded dragon. Um, we also the Komodo have Komodo dragon. dragons. Yeah, yo, Komodo dragons will fuck you up like an actual dragon would. Though. Yeah, so Komodo like- dragons <laughs> are pretty vicious. Like I could ride they're, that into battle. They're vicious, and I think like an ounce of poison is enough to kill an adult human. So like, yeah, and they're really they fast actually- as well. They can go at like yeah, thirty miles extreme- an hour. Yeah. Didn't Damon harvest eggs? Did that happen at the beginning of this episode? Yeah, he uh, found three new eggs. Okay. He wanted an omelette. I'm googling. <laughs> oh my god! I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking at pictures of Komodo dragons now. These guys are goofy. They're terrifying. They'll hiss at you. Oh yeah. No, I mean they're was- goofy in the computer. Oh. <laughs> there was this children's TV show in the UK called Steve Factual's Deadly Sixty. And it was like what Steve Irwin used to do, and it was about deadly animals. And there was an episode on Komodo dragons. Oh, nice! Are they like very old? Are they like dinosaurs? Um, well, they're lizards, so you can assume so. Well, the dinosaurs were like mostly birds. Um, let's see um, how. Komodo dragon is a living dinosaur and is the world's largest lizard. Well, because crocodiles Komodo... and uh, crocodiles are very old. Yeah, crocodiles and alligators and sharks are all older, and horseshoe crabs actually are all way older oh. than dinosaurs. Do you know that the oldest living koi fish was like over 200 years old? They tested its scales, so that also freaks me out. How do huh. koi fish live that long? The that crabs. must have been one of those koi fish from, from Avatar that lived in like the, the water like tribe pool under the moon. That's I, true. I think it was one of the. I think it was God living in that koi fish. Let's see how long a Komodo dragon lived for. Um. Here's how to discuss the difference between extinct and mythical animals with your children. Okay. Dinosaurs are real. They are now extinct. They have no wings. They can't fly. They don't breathe fire, and they are reptiles. Actually, a few of those things aren't true, but whatever. Um, <laughs> mythical dragons are mythical. They have wings and they can fly and breathe fire, and they are not reptiles. Well, that's not true because I think dragons are reptiles, but most dinosaurs were not. I'm the dinosaur guy. Why are they doing to... this? I don't think even if it's, as a child I ever struggled to work out the difference between mythical and real creatures. 
No, I, I don't think I did either. I think I did so, maybe believe... Huh? I thought reindeer I were I... fake for like, ages. Wow. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> they... I think that's, that's common, though. A lot of people don't believe narwhals are real. That's true. I've heard that a lot from people, too. Um, however, they are very real, and they're, and they're ready to fight. Um <laughs> the does anyone remember when the internet was just getting born and like it was all like the narwhal bacons at midnight (laughs) (laughs) i remember those days dude um anyway uh cool let's see here all right well do we have any any last thoughts like i said i think this was like an immaculately directed episode like excellent lighting work and and uh, cinematography and and stuff like that um I also, um, I was told that, like I said, there were no more time skips. So even the next two episodes are like right after each other. Yeah, so. I think this this got a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. It did, which is, I don't think has ever happened because somebody racist will always find something to dislike. Well, the only black guy dies in this one, so the racists like it too. And and this also was the one of the longest episodes with an hour and 11 I'm minutes. I'm hoping that we see Corliss. What did you say, sorry? I am hoping that we see Coralis's reaction to... Huh? Are you saying yes. something? Yes. She's, yes. Saying she, she's saying that she hopes we see Coralis's reaction. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... To his brother... Oh, yeah. To, sorry, it's breaking up. And to his brother's death, yeah. um, like, you know, he and comes back brothers... from the sea and he's like, hey, where's my big bro aim? And oh, where? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, weirdly, but we'll see. I could be wrong. Hey, <laughs> well, hold on one second. What the fuck was um, Masaria up to? So fucking sneaking around over there. The oh, uh, Matt Smith's. When I like, saw someone wife, walking whatever. around in a big cloak, I instantly assumed it was uh, Damon. I did too. That's why in the next episode, my prediction is that Damon is sneaking around in his cloak, following him, and they get into a, a, a fisticuff fight. Um, and then Damon gives him a sleeping potion, but it's not really a sleeping potion. He turns into a llama. So... It turns huh. into a, it turns into another show. Why do, why do I feel like I've heard this before? I, you've never heard it before. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, the poison, Cusco's poison, the poison for Cusco, poison um, for Amen. <laughs> right. Um, okay, oh, that my... scene with um, Damon's ex girlfriend. Uh, that was basically like hinting towards her, just like another hint that she's going to become the next Varys. Well, then it's not even the next Varus because Varus is in the future. The the original Varus, the current Varus, yeah, the prequel, the prequel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is like she's got the little birds and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, I, my my prediction actually, I think for the next one is that um, this is sort of she's sort of doing a preliminary run of being the master of whispers, you know. So. Uh, she sort of mistakenly goes all in on getting actual small birds that she distributes around the city to gather information for her. Um, I see that would be quite clever because um, isn't don't can't ravens talk? I think only only the ones from the wall can talk from beyond the wall. Sorry. I, I mean, like ravens it. in real life, they they can talk. They can like uh, very realistically mimic like people's voices. So that would can be ravens do that, or is it train. just parrots? Oh no, ravens! That's no, ravens why. can do that. Yeah, he wasn't crazy. Um, Poe, Raven actually talked to him, and they, it was like nevermore. Yes, they sound very human-like. You're welcome for your yeah. Next they don't big sound. Home. They yeah. They, they don't um, actually sound like that. They sound like actual humans. It's really I'm creepy. Still, I'm sending you a video, Nirav. I'm gonna. Right. I'm sending you one. You're gonna there should be, be a out. YouTube channel where we just get ravens to say different things. Let me see, but yeah, I, I'm like really. Anyway, so yeah, okay. Well, well, let me let me redo my th- my my speculation. Then she does get an army of ravens uh, to distribute uh to, to like go around and listen to stuff and uh you know report back to her but the problem is they're all fucking liars 
they they uh, they start spreading misinformation about coronavirus. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that I think Masaria becomes the master of misinformation campaigns on Facebook. <laughs> It's where it all began. It's an origin yeah, it's story. Weird. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, it's actually weird because Rhaenyra actually ordered Damon to cut off Damon's head, but uh, nobody is saying that in the news articles. Weird that they're not saying that in the news. <laughs> so that's basically House of the Dragon, the book. It is all just like misinformation told by different yeah. people. Like, that's I mean, what George fuck it. Written. Yeah, George is running a misinformation campaign here with this. <laughs> Um, who's, who hasn't done one yet? Uh, Jess, did you do your prediction? No, okay, so I think next episode, Corliss is going to come back, and he's going to be like, oh, where's my favorite brother? I've missed you so much. And they're going to be like, uh... <laughs> they're going to weekend at Bernie's him. No! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wait, wait. Gonna... <laughs> What are you playing? Sorry, I'm sending you this Raven video. You're gonna hear it and be. Is so it a remix out. of a Raven talking? <laughs> no, but you're gonna be so freaked out. You're gonna be like, if I ever hear a Raven come to my window and speak to me, I definitely think I was going mad. Yeah, okay. they're really creepy. There should be more horror stuff around them. You're, like he thought he was going mad because he should have thought he was yeah. going mad. Like Je- who taught the bird to speak? Jess, have you seen those fucking? Um ravens that hang around the tower of london no i hate those guys they're huge there's like an unusually large herd of or whatever they're called flock of them or something that live around the tower of london just go check them out sometime that's really creepy i wonder why crows especially are very clever that way i think Um, it's because they used to get fed scraps from there and they just have for generations stayed there you know yeah, crows will remember a face. So if you piss one off, he'll go and tell his little crow buddies about you, and then that that information about you being a dick will be passed along the generations. It's true, but they could save your life if you're nice to them. And also, crows—the reason why they're associated with death—is because they used to follow medieval um, armies into battle because they knew when they saw armies, they meant there'll be a lot of dead people to eat. That's how clever they are. Oh come on! This raven just said, "Wah!" That why? Why are we having this thing voice Mario <laughs> instead of Chris Pratt? <laughs> Replace him with a bird. Um, okay, cool. Well, yeah, well, I'll get that. I'll get that internet campaign started, and I think I can get some heat behind this one. <laughs> so yeah, the next episode, Corliss comes back, and he's like, "Hey, where's my brother? I'm so so looking forward to seeing you." And yeah, and they br- like, and uh... yeah, you're right. And they've replaced him with Chris Pratt. And like, this, is your bro- this is your brother. What do you mean? He's like, well, that's not him. They're like, yeah, it is. And then they basically, the whole episode is just them gaslighting Coralus into thinking Chris Pratt is his brother. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm famous. Like, Nothing's <laughs> happened. Can I a- ask why Why were the, tw- uh, is it Bela and... Reina? Reina. Reina. How did one decide she wanted to, to like, be... Um, the not the hand of her grandmother but how did they decide that so that that's like the common ward. yeah the, with the ward thing so basically it's really common for lords to send their children off to be wards of like other castles because it helps with relationships and it also helps the children learn more about the like the neighboring areas right so if you remember back to game of thrones uh theon was uh, Ned Stark's ward, and it was actually done as a uh, a tribute after the failed Greyjoy rebellion. Theon was just a baby at the time, and as uh, basically as an apology slash like tribute, he um, who what was his father's name? Not Balon, right? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Whatever, whatever his dad's his dad, who who like Greg. ran the uh, Greg, yeah, Greg Greyjoy, who like initiated the rebellion like as a as an apology sent theon as a baby uh, to be ned stark's ward and to be raised in his uh castle and stuff with the idea that theon would one day inherit the throne and would be very loyal to the lord of winterfell ned stark right yeah yeah that's basically how it works 
I was just wondering why that her sister didn't stay with her, but did she stay with Rhaenyra and Damon the whole I time? Don't, I don't know, man. I, I it's weird because like I would like to know how long that they've been apart and like I would too. Yeah. That was what I kept thinking. I was like, is this the first time she's seeing her sister in six years? <laughs> yeah. Like I couldn't tell. I don't I just I guess the show just honestly doesn't have time to to explore the relationship between the sisters, unfortunately. Like when you're mo- when you're moving stuff around this fast, you know, I just I don't think we're gonna see much of that. That all right, well let's uh let's wrap it up. Um so thank you guys for listening. I would love for us to um we got two more episodes left, I guess, and then we're gonna um I guess we'll we'll have to start our our sea snake podcast after that. Um what's, sea what's stories. it be called? Sea stories. That's just like a yeah. nice pleasant name for a podcast though. And it would be for each episode. They could like introduce. The, it could be like an anthology series, and each episode will start off with Corliss like in a campfire, like about to tell his like crewmates like a story from his uh, past. I'm yeah. I think that'd be fun. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's. What kind of noise can we make to get out of here? Um, could do maybe... another knock knock joke. Yeah, sure. Why don't you uh, do that? I don't think I have one on hand. You got one? Uh, just type my one up. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll just okay, I this. got one. Okay, is it good? It's good? Yeah. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Chickens. Chickens who? Oh, God. Wrong, silly. Owls who? Chickens cluck. <laughs> also, my cat looked at me when he heard the word chicken. Chicken. He thought he thought it was time to eat. <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm actually I was thinking maybe we could hold on. Is there a knock knock joke about dragons? I was thinking we could find. Um, here, let me see if I can. Oh yeah, no, there's something here. Uh, oh, that's not really a joke at all, is it? Uh oh. <laughs> I'm nervous about, on what you found. How about this one. Um, these are all the same one. You know what? Here's 47 dragon jokes that'll blow you away. Okay, that's what we need. Okay, uh, internal, <laughs> go, oh, internal server them. error 500. <laughs> so, um, hold on. No, I, I'm, de- I'm determined now. Give me one second. Dragon jokes. Uh, seven fi- 77 fiery and funny dragon jokes. Let me find a good one. Um, okay, I got one. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Dragon. Dragon who? Dragon your feet again. That's the same one I saw that I said was bad. Alright, whatever. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Dragon hot seat. Dragon, dragon. Bust the dragon, dragon, dragon. Bust the dragon, dragon, dragon. Bust the dragon, dragon, hot seat.